Three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. John Bushnell here, trying to help us to stay in God's Word. And thinking of a conversation I have with somebody on the weekend, you know, little habits are what really lead to great things. And reading your Bible at least once a day, if not two or three times a day, is a great habit to get into. And so I want to encourage all of you to keep at it. And so as we continue to go through Exodus here in chapter 9, as we're going to look at the sixth plague, and just reading through Scripture, and again, it's not something, you don't have to read a chapter every day, or if you do read a chapter every day, it can be something as simple as whatever today is, you read that proverb or that psalm, but then also get into reading through another book and studying it, whether it's a gospel or a letter or a big book like Exodus, although Exodus isn't huge, but it's just reading every day. And you don't have to read a lot, but read what you can, and you get used to it and get in that rhythm. So I want to continue to encourage you to do that. And if you have children or children who are listening, it's good that as soon as you're able to start reading, to start reading the Bible. If you if you read to your children, read the Bible as well to them. And don't dumb it down. Get, get them to, They'll rise up. They will rise up to the occasion. So uh, do that. All right. Okay. Well, let's let's get on to this Genesis. I mean Exodus, chapter nine, starting in verse eight. Here as we get into the six of the ten plagues. And the Lord said to Moses and Aaron in verse eight, "Take handfuls of soot from the kiln, and let Moses throw them in the air in the sight of Pharaoh. It shall become fine dust over all the land of Egypt." And become boils breaking out in sores on men, on man, and beast throughout all the land of Egypt. So they took soot from the kiln and stood before Pharaoh, and Moses threw it in the air, and it became boils breaking out in sores on man and beast. And the magicians could not stand before Moses because of the boils, for the boils came upon the magicians and upon all the Egyptians. But the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, and he did not listen to them, as the Lord had spoken to Moses. Now verse 13. Then the Lord said to Moses, Rise up early in the morning and present yourself before Pharaoh, and say to him, Thus says the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, Let my people go, that they may serve me. For this time I will send all my plagues on you yourself, and on your servants and your people, so that you may know that there is none like me, in all the earth. For by now I could have put out my hand and struck you and your people with pestilence, and you would have been cut off from the earth. But for this purpose I have raised you up to show you my power, so that my name may be proclaimed in all the earth. You are still exalting yourself against my people and will not let them go. Behold, about this time tomorrow I will cause very heavy hail to fall, such as never has seen has been in Egypt from the day it was founded until now. Now therefore, send, get your livestock and all that you have in the field into safe shelter for every man and beast that is in the field and is not brought home will die when the hail falls on them. Then for whoever feared the word of the Lord among the servants of Pharaoh, hurried his slaves and his livestock into the houses. But whoever did not pay attention to the word of the Lord, let their slaves and his livestock in the field. 
Then the Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand toward the heavens, so that there may be hail in the land of Egypt, on man and beast, and every plant on the field in the land of Egypt. Then Moses stretched out his staff toward heaven, and the Lord sent thunder and hail, and fire ran down to the earth. And the Lord rained hail upon the land of Egypt. There was hail and fire flashing continually in the midst of the hail, very heavy hail, such as had never been in all the land of Egypt since it became a nation. The hail struck down everything that was in the field in all the land of Egypt, both man and beast. The hail struck down every plant of the field and broke every tree of the field. Only in the land of Goshen, Goshen, where the people of Israel were, was there no hail. Then Pharaoh sent and called Moses and Aaron and said to them, This time I have sinned. The Lord is in the right, and I and my people are in the wrong. Plead with the Lord, for there has been enough of God's thunder and hail. I will let you go, and you shall stay no longer. Moses said to him, As soon as I have gone out of the city, I will stretch out my hand to the Lord. The thunder will cease, and there will be no more hail, so that you may know the Lord is that the earth is the Lord's. But as for you and your servants, I know that you do not yet fear the Lord. God. The flax and the body were struck down, for the body was in the ear and the flax was in bud. But the wheat and the emmer were not struck down, for they are late in coming up. So Moses went out on the city from Pharaoh and stretched out his hands to the Lord. And the thunder and hail ceased, and the rain no longer poured upon the earth. But when Moses saw that the rain and the hail and the thunder had ceased, he sinned yet again and hardened his heart, he and his servants. So the heart of Pharaoh was hardened, and he did not let the people of Israel go, just as the Lord had spoken through Moses. Okay, so we'll stop there at the end of chapter 9 and ponder, really just a thought, <clears throat> a quick thought on this because it was a, a lot of reading there. But in just those two short days, uh, these these boils, whatever they, they were called, um, yeah, the boils, plagued the beasts of the field. So most of the cattle, right? Although there must be some cattle because they were told to bring them in, uh, somehow remaining. But the beast of the field, the wild animals, if you will, the deer, whatever might be in Egypt, you got these boils along with the people, including the magicians, got them so bad they couldn't even stand to be in front of Moses. And and so now whatever Pharaoh might be thinking, God is making it really clear that he is the Lord of all things. He's not only the Lord of the of the tamed beasts, if you will, the cattle, the horses, the camels, but also of the wild beasts. And of course Egypt has gods for all of these things. So God is conquering all of their gods. And here he even shows how he can control everything that's happening in Egypt, bringing utter destruction while maintaining safety for his own people in Goshen. So pretty radical. And then right away after the boils, he sends the hail. And the hail just crushing the crop that was about to be ready for bringing in for harvest and killing these wild animals that had these Boils, right? So maybe God was being merciful to the wild beast, killing them quickly with the hail, uh, and to 
Pharaoh, you know, scaring him enough to where he feared the Lord for a moment, said, I, I, I repent, I repent, I was wrong. You know, you guys can go. And of course, as soon as the hail has stopped, the rain has stopped, and and now Pharaoh is no longer going, well, that wasn't that bad. Yeah, you know what? We have the wheat still going to come in. We still have this. We still have that. We're good. And we need our slaves. Now, another interesting thing to think about is that they had other slaves. So they didn't just have the Egyptians, I mean, the, the, the Hebrews. Now, they could have also had Hebrews that were household slaves, and they were being brought in. We don't know for sure the the case there, but we are pretty confident that the Egyptians had more slaves than just the Hebrews. And so we see that basically there. But for us to ponder in our own hearts, you know, we had a place in our life sometimes where we're really desperate and we cry out to God and God answers our prayer. And and there is a a rebound, if you will. There is a sense of God's hand upon our life. But then we don't keep our end of the bargain. We don't let God's people go, right? We we harden our heart. And so we just seen this progress in Pharaoh and the Egyptians where they are not relenting yet. Matter of fact, the people that might be the most apt right now to believe that there is only one true and living God are the magicians. And but they are they afraid still afraid to speak up. Uh, boldly, other than to say what they've said. They're not saying, hey, Pharaoh, you need to let these people go. <laughs> this is killing us. This can't keep, if we don't let his people go, it's just going to get worse. Have you noticed the progression here? It's really getting bad. Let's not uh, let's not anger this God anymore, right? But they're not going to say that yet. And Pharaoh is going to continue to harden his heart, along with the people of e- Egypt. Uh, as we read, we'll see that. So, Don't harden your heart today. Be in God's word. Be encouraged that God is faithful even when we're not. He is patient and merciful. But there is true food, true uh, ministry, true feeding of the soul when we read God's word. So get into God's word. God bless you guys. Talk to you next time.